Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, some planet is mad at us, singest, gaslightingest, cougariest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. Ever. You sound great just, today. What's going oh, on? <laughs> uh, it's just my normal microphone. Uh, uh-huh. That isn't at your house. And that isn't that, at my and house. I, I picked the right microphone input. So I, I think uh, that was uh, that was the key issue. Because the microphone you're using, I yeah. used on the episode where I recorded from a hotel and I thought I sounded great. I'm sure sh- I'm sure the micro I'm sure the microphone would have been fine if I was actually getting picked up by the microphone. But instead it yeah. sounds like I'm like I'm like talking to you from across the room in last week's episode, aka I just published mm-hmm. it last night. So anyway, sorry, everyone. I was just saying, though, before we came on and then I said, we'll save it for the sode, is that I have learned a lot about audacity and like I am Mm. lazy as they come. I use Zencaster because you press a few buttons and they're like, we've produced your podcast for you. And it's very nice and very easy. And my time is valuable, people. My time is valuable. So it's very worth the money to me. Um, But uh, there were some things that Zencaster just simply couldn't fix in the last couple episodes. So I've learned a lot about like how to cut and splice things together. And it's kind of like I started using uh, this program called HitFilm for video editing. And, you know, it's like once you have a problem and you solve it, then you feel like a whiz kid. You know, you're like, yeah, look mm-hmm. at me. Ooh, like copy paste, uh, soften audio amplify, you know, match the waves up like you're in the great mouse detective and you're trying to match up the lines on the bullet. Is that too niche? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Good. (laughs) One of my favorite Disney movies. Um, So that's what I was doing last night and and finally had a chance to do it. And I would have gotten it up sooner, but you can blame trick or treaters for my lateness because the right after we finished recording, I... I got all dressed up as Beetlejuice and then had to mm. put Chucky makeup on Tuck. And then we got home. And then Monday, I had to do it all over again <laughs> at class. <laughs> and then I had to get in my Beetlejuice makeup and scare our neighbor kids. So that was, so I finally was able to get it done. But um, yeah, did you have a fun Halloween? Did you do anything for Halloween? Didn't really do anything. I'm going to be no? honest. I, uh, yeah, I, well, I was going to hand out candy to the children and only five children showed up. So that wasn't good. Um, on actual Halloween on, on Monday, I dressed as my boss. And, oh yeah, uh, that that's was true. Fun. That, that, that's the best thing to do on Halloween. Um, you can, you can look at my Twitter if you're interested, see a picture of that. Uh, I, everybody loved it except for him. It was weird. I, I don't understand. I loved it. I totally Thank loved you. it. Um, <laughs> I told you right away when I saw the picture. Uh, yeah, my, well, Tuck was trying to convince me to dress up for school. And I was like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> no. And he's like, why not? I'm like, I don't think, because, and I was trying to remember, I in our program, did we dress up? At school for Halloween, because I feel like that happened, but I was like, I don't know. That whole time was like a fever dream of my life. So I'm like, did we ever yeah. dress up? I, I know I did, but I don't know where and in what capacity, but I definitely dressed up. I don't know if we all went to class together dressed up, but that would have been fun. 
I feel like I dress up for my students or something. That would have been mm-hmm. something I would have done. It's like I yeah. gotta I gotta go like ask my students on LinkedIn. <laughs> like, hey, do you remember if I dressed up for your class? <laughs> anyway, um, but I was like, that's different. I mean, I really I don't think it was like unacceptable. Like I think it's like pretty normal if you're in journalism <laughs> to like dress mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But these are like science students. You know, like you should see the names of some of the presentations they're gonna give next week. Like I didn't, I don't even know what they mean. Like, I'm just like, I (laughs) I have no idea what the hell that is. Like, I can't even give you what macronutrient it relates to. No clue. Um, And so they're pretty serious folks, right? And I was like, I've got that class and I've got an undergrad class and they're probably going to be worried about looking too cool or whatever. And so I just wore like my pumpkin sweater and I did not go full Beetlejuice for class. Um, but one of my uh, group members, she had mentioned something about my hair or something, you know. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I got it greener because I'm going, I went as Beetlejuice for Halloween. And she goes, oh, my God, do you have pictures? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she's like, that's so cool. And I was like, oh, maybe I should have dressed up. Damn. Oh. Uh, oh, well. But and it would have been also good because I had a call uh, where I had to, like, intimidate somebody like Ooh. in the morning uh who just kept giving my client the runaround like they just keep <sighs> i feel like it's a company that thrives off of boomers who don't know anything or like people who aren't tech savvy yeah, and yeah. my client is like i know that these are things i don't know so i need backup from you to come in and like be a litmus test and tell me if this is bullshit. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. if I had been wearing Beetlejuice makeup, like I already scared this person, I would have scared them a lot more. That would have been kind of fun. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, too bad. Anyway, so week six, uh, and I'm just going to say this right out the gate. Every week I notice something new about the like intro that I like. Mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job this year with like the intro references for the most part outside of like, Alex, you go to one side of the log and the other. Um, Brandon digging the ring out of the sand is very funny. And I didn't catch it until like Monday. I don't know why. (laughs) And I also didn't notice that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I I was just saying that that's like one of my funniest ones, I think. I think it's cute because it we, we we now know that that didn't happen, but it's like a good running mm-hmm. gig and he's a good sport. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really funny. And um, I also didn't notice that Aaron's book said big facts. <laughs> until this week. And I was like, that's so good. Um, so well done, producers. I think you actually did a really good opening this time. Um The thing that I'm angriest, well, the thing that I was angriest about at the beginning of the week is I guess the thing that's kind of gotten better by the end of the week. And that's that like Florence wasn't getting any screen time. I kind of kept forgetting she was there, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but at least we get to see her a little bit more later on. But poor Adam. I mean, really, I feel super bad for Adam. I think he's like probably a good guy. (laughs) Like we have no idea. Like just like. We don't see him at all. He, oh my god, know, never. Like, He's hot, so he can hang out for another day, and that's we'll all just, we yeah, get. Just let him stick around. <laughs> yeah, that's and I also about the opening. I was also wondering how many takes it t- it took Wells to pour that coconut because I feel like 
it wasn't, you know, like every time I watch it, I'm like, it's not as perfect as it could be. And, and but you can see in his face like that. He's also trying not to like break. And I'm like, mm-hmm. did they do it like five times? And then they finally said, like, fuck it. That's the best take we're going to get. So I'm like, let's <laughs> move it on. Seems like. just, yeah, it was just like not the best one. Anyway, um, so we've got, we kind of open with Victoria being in turmoil. Um, and also there was this, I, this was weird to me. They're like, oh, well, we might not have the roses. So we don't. And I'm like, wait, aren't there more men than women? So like, wouldn't you have the roses? I, I didn't know that this was in question. I thought that they had the roses. Yeah, the there was, time. there was like, I was very what was confused there, like, by this. 10 women and, and 11 men. And then, well, it ended up being nine women and 11 men because uh, what's her face had to go home for like a family emergency. Yeah. So, Sarah, uh, Sarah, yeah, Sarah, there we go. There we go. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't understand any of this. And, and the thing is, it's like they've thrown in some twists and some, you know, producer magic to kind of up the drama on this season. But I feel like they, they were able to keep a pretty good pace for the beginning, but now they're really starting to flounder and, and they don't have any traction anymore but they still have x amount of episodes to fill before the ending so it's like they're grasping at things to do and in the process i have no idea what's going on in the show why do the women have the roses what who's allowed to come back to the beach who's not like this whole thing it's like they didn't think about what the ramifications of separating them were they're like okay so we separated them and then they're like oh shit now what and everything since that separation and now the reunification on the beach has been just a, a clusterfuck, pretty much. Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, it's like they gave the women the power to say, yeah, send these two guys home at the hotel before they could meet any of the other women on the beach, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. sucked. And, like, no, so I think there was 11 guys and 11 women. I oh think it was even, and then Sarah went home, because only one man left, and that was Adam, okay. if you'll okay. recall. That is true. Um, so the thing that's weird is if they had just said, well, even if the guys don't have a connection here, they can go to the beach. Then at least there would have been a little more like what's going to happen if like Olu and Rick had gone to the beach. Then mm-hmm. three men would have gone home. That would have been kind of more of like a normal rose ceremony. But instead they're like, like, do they run out of like places for people to sleep there? Or are they like... <laughs> trying to be like stingy with the food like what what's happening that they're like these two have to go right now it was just really genuinely weird. have no idea it's it's Made been no very sense. odd uh aaron no. used the word territorialist um oh because <laughs> there is a tension between the new and old woman this was kind of a weird like side scene i feel like um and he's like you can cut the tension with a knife um but there's uh, the ladies are sloppy and we don't know who the sloppiest lady is yeah, it's like there's ants in here, and we think it's the original women, but maybe it's well, also the new women, and maybe some of them also have a problem keeping blush in a container. I don't like, understand okay. any of this. I've, listen, <laughs> it is a well-known fact that, uh, in my experience at least, if you get a large group of women living together, there's going to be some messy messes uh, of the of the makeup variety specifically. Blush spilled everywhere, not shocked. The ant thing I don't understand. like. How do you blame other people's dirtiness on ants in the shower? What are they showering with? 
Are they like dumping buckets of honey on themselves like Winnie the Pooh? Maybe someone's got a sugar ants? scrub or something like that and it oh, like wow. got in a corner and caused some ants. I don't know. Sugar scrubs are common. You're right. Um, it could be a sugar scrub. I'm sorry. That's that's an excellent point. I was just like, hey, who? how can you blame someone for ants in the shower? That's, Steve, how do you not right. know anything about bath products? Uh. <laughs> so mad at you. It's like it's like you've never walked into Lush. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I know. Who would, yeah, who would who think knows? such a thing? I, I, like, I like the idea that someone's eating donuts in the shower. That's my yeah, <laughs> fun that works theory. For me. Someone's, someone's eating someone's donuts in the shower and crying. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, Florence has uh, an entire box of Krispy Kremes that she just sits in the shower and eats every day. Let's see. Florence is from Amsterdam, right? But she was uh, on the Australian Australia, Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. But she's from That's Amsterdam because I they kept being like, "You're from Europe, right?" And I was like, "But isn't she also what from Australia?" She's from Amsterdam. What kind? Of, like I don't know. Do they have a lot of pastry? I mean, besides like uh, what are those called? Like space cakes or whatever? Do they have like pastries and stuff too? Maybe it is Florence. Sorry, Florence. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so that was like just a weird bickering thing. And like I've lived, I mean, I, I, I'm looking around my office right now and going, I really need to straighten up my act. Uh, but uh, yeah, like I lived in a sorority house and it was like fucking nightmare. Okay. Like uh, I tried to keep things orderly. My roommates did not. And I barely mm-hmm. spent any time in there because it was always like just like a pigsty. It was awful. Anyway. Um, but you know what is clean? What's what that? a transition. Shanae's teeth and so also Jacob's. Uh, uh and love to and- bond with people I am attracted to <laughs> by talking about our teeth for several oh minutes. And then and then just kind of having a, a good old brush fest with someone that I have like sexual tension with. It's great. That I love was that. so that was so random. And then and then yeah. He was like, your teeth are real. That's fire. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, this is so weird. I mean, I will say I feel like the two of them may be well suited. It's quite a superficial relationship. Yeah. You know, I think what are you looking for in a partner? I'm looking for someone with some real ass teeth. You know, have I have I told the the toothbrushing story on the podcast yet? I can't remember. No. Did you also have a man brush your teeth? Well, well, <laughs> do so, tell Sammy. <laughs> oh God. Um. Okay. So I, hmm, so I was working somewhere, and, uh, yeah, I was working somewhere. I was pretty young, and somebody I worked with kept complimenting my teeth, and I was mm. like, "Thank, thank you. They're real, except for one." One's not real, but the rest are real. Um, and then this person said, I'd really like, I'll say this is a woman. It makes it like less creepy, but still creepy. It's still creepy. Um, she was like, I'd like to brush your teeth for you. And basically she's like, I brush my teeth so much. Like she was so obsessed with brushing her teeth that it was like wearing down her gums. So oh she likes God. to get it out by brushing other people's teeth. And she's like, so I'd like to stand behind you and brush your teeth while you look in a mirror. And if you're up for it, I'd also like to floss your teeth. Did she pay you for this? 
I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but if she was like, she's like, and I'll pay you $50. I would have probably, well, I don't know what my currency was back then. $50 would have gone a long way for me when, uh, back then. Cause I was pretty broke. Um, uh-huh. but she hey, what's, was, what's your stranger brushes your teeth number. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Now it's, now it's in the thousands, but then it was maybe. Wow. Um, but yeah, I was like, I'm going to have to think about it. And then I like confided in another coworker about it and they go, she asked me the same thing. And I'm like, no way. And it turns out she asked like three or four of us, you know, the people in the, in in the, at the business with the nicest teeth to brush our teeth. (laughs) Um, did you feel a little less special though? You're like, what? Yes. No, (laughs) no, it was, it was like, it was like very reassuring. I would have been weirded out if I was the only one, you know? Mm. Um, and <laughs> I feel, so ba- I, I feel kind of bad, but also it's like, it's incredibly inappropriate to ask a coworker that. So I don't feel, I don't feel bad for telling yeah. the story because it's like, you shouldn't have been doing that at work. That's fucked up. Yeah, um, anyway, so this scene just made me think about that. <laughs> this traumatizing moment in my life where someone was like, I want to brush your teeth for you. And then I had to just like keep going to work with them. Like they hadn't just asked to brush my teeth. <laughs> you know, yeah, like it was uh, just weird. Fun. It was super weird. Anyway, um, I'll try to clip that. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're brushing each other's teeth, including using that like uh, charcoal stuff, you know, makes it more like camera funny mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and then we we start talking about the Victoria conflict again. And Aaron's like, you know, like Alex bicep, Alex's biceps are bigger than Johnny's, but like Johnny's heart is bigger, you know, like Johnny's heart's definitely bigger. <laughs> um, and despite uh, Victoria being into Alex, now it's, you know, kind of was pretty quick that she was like, I'm picking Johnny. I thought there was going to be way more tension there. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. just kind of dissipated. But anyway, they have the rose ceremony. There's no big surprises. Um, Shanae picks Jacob. Victoria picks Johnny. But then Florence picks Alex. So then Alex is still around. And poor Adam goes home. I'm sorry, Adam. Mm-hmm. We, sorry, we, Adam. We, we That was weird. We didn't expect barely it. Barely got to know you. Yeah, he's just like, what? I thought yeah. I was likable and hot. And, to well, to be fair. The eggs? Is it because of the eggs? <laughs> He shouldn't have been there in the first place. I mean, he should have been there in the first place, but he shouldn't have stuck around for as long as he did because no. he wasn't making romantic connections. No one was picking him. Being like tall I and think it's handsome. just because they needed like more women than men. That's what I think. Or more men Pretty than much. women, I mean. More men than women. Um, so Victoria gets a date card and she picks Johnny and they go to a sweat lodge and like, I don't feel like I know enough about sweat lodges to say this for sure. What the fuck was like, this? <laughs> yeah. I, sweat lodges didn't have windows. Am I wrong? Yeah. How are you going to sweat, sweat in that lodge? Can sweat lodges have windows? Can sweat lodges have windows? I'm Googling this. Can sweat Theory, lodges have windows? Can sweat lodges have windows? I just don't know. Mm. <laughs> I just got, I, don't know. I just got a. I just got a a website that here's the meta description. If you add a few windows, the sweat lodge becomes a tiny home. (laughs) (laughs) 
What? Oh. <laughs> I'm so confused. Cordwood sweat lodges and dog houses. This person makes sweat lodges and dog houses, but also if you add, so maybe it's a tiny home. So they went into a tiny home mm-hmm. and were kind of warm a little bit. I mean, yeah, to be so fair, like, like sweat lodges are kind of scary. And I yeah. have no idea. It's one of those things too, where I, I can't tell whenever the bachelor franchise does this, if it's an actual local, like indigenous persons ceremony experience, or if they've just like hodgepodge something together that is completely bullshit. I think, I think that's the part of the problem. And I'm like, I think that's just an outdoor sauna. Like to be a hundred percent honest with you, it looked like an outdoor sauna. And when they described it later, they said they were in a sauna. And I was like, that's very different from a sweat lodge. Mm-hmm. Like, you it's know, great too, those- because during this I'm watching and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? This is a complete mess. And Victoria's like, I am very spiritual and I take this stuff really seriously. And Johnny doesn't seem to be as serious as I am. And he's a little bit nervous. And he's just like, okay, I light this this candle. What the fuck? <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah, I, I was like so dying. And this is weird too. I'm like reading a thing about, uh, huh. Yeah. Siri didn't also, have an answer. So it can be like, you know, obviously really like appropriative, especially if you go into something called a sweat lodge and it's not actually a sweat lodge and you're doing it wrong and you know, all that stuff too, right? Like that's like really problematic as well. Um, yeah, the whole thing was just very confusing. I was like, you could just say like you're going into the sauna to like sweat out your stress and start fresh. And get vulnerable, put yourself outside of your comfort zone. But they're like, we're gonna do the sweat lodge thing. We're not gonna fully explain exactly what it is. We're just and there's gonna be looking out a window the whole time. And then and and Vic and my favorite thing was Victoria was like, I love ceremonies like this. I was like, Yeah, of course you like ceremonies that you can then appropriate at Coachella later. Whatever, Victoria. Um but and then oh <laughs> my one of my favorite things about the show though during this scene they were kind of like cutting to the beach you know it's how the men on the beach speak in these universal terms about each other like they've known them forever and that like these are lifelong changes that have happened you know they're like johnny's changed bro i'm like from when like a week ago yeah you don't don't know him he's transformed okay (laughs) he might still not have a job but he is he is a, a transformed man I also like how this is weird because I have to get to like almost Victoria defense, but there's this weird back and forth where Victoria's like, oh, well, this, you know, I like Johnny a lot, but he's got this problem where he doesn't have any direction and he doesn't want to settle down maybe. And he doesn't know if he wants to have kids yet and he doesn't have a job. And then there's this other guy who maybe I like a little bit less, but he's rich and has a stable life. And everyone's like, I can't believe that she doesn't want to be with Johnny. He's such a cutie. But maybe because they're supposed to get engaged at the end of this. <laughs> she's trying to think a little bit bigger than that. It's, well, I it's wonder, weird. yeah. I wonder though if Kate's gonna get like a, a villain edit or a poor reception after saying that Hayden has money. I'm just curious. I mean, anyway. 
It's not a lie. No, it's definitely not a lie. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, yeah, yeah. just don't know about that stuff. Anyway, so um, so anyway, they do this White Lodge thing, whatever. Uh, Johnny did say he was falling in love with Victoria. Uh, I really do think there's very few solid relationships at this point in the game, you know, at, at this point in filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Justin's back on the beach. Yeah, because he's ready to fuck again, shit up. Production is just like, well, everything is looking fairly stable. Uh, we got to fuck something up. <laughs> yeah, let's bring in Justin. We do. That sounds great. Listen, I really like Justin. Uh, I don't. I, I think Genevieve is uh, exhausting and not to say yeah. that I also haven't been in- exhausting in my day, but holy shit, it's hard to watch. And uh, so it's, it's, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I don't think that brought out the best look in Justin. I don't think he's like that all the time. I think he was trying his hardest and he was getting really frustrated. So I think it's good for him to, have a little bit of a redemptive moment maybe as well. And it sounds like he was truly waiting for Eliza. I do believe that that was probably someone he said he was looking forward to seeing on the beach. Mm-hmm. I yep. I believe that he meant all that stuff. So it was kind of like, well, I'm back for Eliza. And so they're like, well, then you can't like hang out with anybody else. And he's like, okay, that's easy. I really want to hang out with Eliza. And they're like, great. <laughs> um, so and and Genevieve is like pissed he's back and I'm like just like leave it alone. No, she know? can't leave anything alone. She Go has focus to be on your relationship. She can't do that. She has to all she <sighs> does is she has fixations that she dwells on to the point of like destroying herself. And that's yeah. all she can do. And once she gets past one thing and everything is okay, she immediately begins the quest to find something else to implode over. It's wonderful. Great to watch. Anxiety is a hell of a drug, isn't it? Uh, oh, oh, good. Yeah, no, I, you know, I'm like, oh, if somebody doesn't call me when I expect them to, I'm like, they're dead. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but I also like keep doing other stuff. I'm like, well, uh, my life is completely different now, uh, but I might as well do the laundry, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, that's not what Genevieve's doing. She's doing something very different. <laughs> uh, so Justin's back. He's there for Eliza. It sounds like they're vibing. Um, but Genevieve starts getting mad. And Aaron, rightfully, I think, I think this was all, he's well within his rights to feel this way. He's like, why are you so mad? Like, that makes yeah, what me do you feel care? like I'm a second <laughs> thought. Uh, because why are you getting so bent out of shape about him being back here? If you were so focused on our relationship, you wouldn't, like, there are people who were dating other people on the beach and are now pursuing new people. And nobody else is like, oh, well, I really liked so-and-so when at the, you know, the beginning or like, oh, I'm really mad that they're here still, except for Genevieve. So he's like, that's fucked up, you know? And he he felt like his feelings were being invalidated, like he wasn't allowed to be upset about that. And I know that he... Because now I looked at like two of his tweets. So now my phone's like, do you want every tweet that he writes? And I'm like, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then it was like, yeah, he said something to the to the degree of like, listen, I was just really trying to like voice my feelings in that moment. And like, I think it was totally valid. I think that Genevieve was like, listen, she can feel however she needs to feel too. But she can't dismiss that that would make someone feel kind of shitty. 
Yeah. You know? And yeah. It's, I mean, Aaron's 100% right. He's like, well, you know, you always talk about Aaron or you always talk about Justin, Justin. And if I was here or if he was still here and whatever, blah, 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 you know, I, I'm number two. It's like, yes, you are. That's exactly what you are to her. Uh, because which makes no is, sense. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I mean, I think they're both great. I think Rodney's great. I think Justin's great. I think Aaron's great. Obviously, oh, I think they're Rodney, all great. a reasonable man, the most reasonable man. <laughs> I mean, I do love Rodney. Everybody loves Rodney. Um, I think there's so many good men on the beach. Like, it's ridiculous. So mm-hmm. you can't really go wrong no matter what you pick, unless you pick Jacob, then you've picked wrong. But uh, <laughs> like, there's a lot of good choices. He's funny out though. There. Yeah, he is funny. He like, is funny. But there's like a I've, lot I've of good choices. I've come all the way choices. around on him. <laughs> I do. I, think, I used to be like, this guy's scum, but it's like he's not scum. He's actually a giant moron. Yeah, you know, he's like super cringe. He's like way cringe. But it's like I I sleep well at night knowing that like you know. He knows nothing. Anyway, so, um, (laughs) but this, here's, like, this ushers in the part of the episode and, like, the part of this week where it's just, like, the women are being completely infuriating to me, and I just want to, like, shake them and be, not shake them. I just want to be, like, I just want to sit them down and be very nice to them and say, but please Mm -hmm. stop doing what you're doing. This is not (laughs) helping anybody. And this is the shit that when men are like women are confusing and they play mind games and you're like no that's that's just a stereotype because i'm very straightforward like i'll be like you're pissing me off right now i'm not okay with this this is what i want like i'm very like direct right um mm-hmm. none of the women are doing <laughs> doing that right now it's super annoying like eliza's like rodney oh, i want you Liza. to tell me not to go on this date with justin and rodney's like I don't want you to go. Like, I heard it. Did you hear it? I heard him say, "Yeah, I do not want you to go on this date, but I also don't feel like I can tell you what to do. Which, which is I the think correct is answer. Completely <laughs> correct good. Answer. Like, I was like, Rodney, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything no. wrong. Rodney like, did this nothing is, wrong. This is like one of the only seasons where I'll say this, and it's because most of the people on the beach are like, from great bachelorette seasons and they were all great dudes right like this will probably never happen again but i am giving the men like all of the credit this season because i feel like they're doing all the right things they are trying everything in their power to be like good dudes and do the right thing and not like be possessive and controlling and jealous like Every man on this speech, I swear to God, has been like very diplomatic, except for Pizza Pete, <laughs> like been good about yeah. breakups, let the women make their own decisions, you know, like been honorable to whatever word they had kept. Like, honestly, it's like completely exemplary behavior. And Rodney was like, no, do I want you to go? No, but I'm not going to tell you not to go because I don't feel like I should do that. And She's like, well, he didn't tell me not to go. So I guess I have to go on this date. I'm like, he told you he didn't want you to go. Were you paying attention? Um, so I think maybe she just wanted to go on the date. And like, I don't know. Or I mean, this she's is like just expecting textbook, unrealistic things. Like bad behavior. And 
<sighs> I don't know if it's because of her like youth or whatever. Uh, not that I'm trying to be a boomer about this shit, but for real, uh, men, women, anyone out there, if someone is like the ultimate expression of love is when you like are controlling and tell me what to do. Holy shit. Run away from that. That is not like you, yeah. you don't want people who demand toxic behavior out of you. That's Rodney's not being okay. like such not a cool. good guy. Like Rodney and Logan were both being very good guys who said mm-hmm. the very right things. And if either of you ever happen to listen to this, I just want you to know that <laughs> like you did everything right. Do not feel guilty. Yeah. Even if you feel like you've been like mind tricked into feeling guilty. Her indecision is not your fault. You did the right thing by letting her go explore that. And if that bothered her, she's got to figure out why the hell that's bothering her. Um, But anyway, so now we have, so then there was like conflict between Erin and Genevieve, but then they worked it out. Now Rodney's stressed. Eliza goes on a date with Justin. The date was very cute. They like kiss under some fireworks. Justin's afraid of bugs. That's the date. It's cute. I don't really have more about part one. There's really nothing to it, yeah. <laughs> it was a very cute date. I think they do get along. I don't know who she's going to pick. I don't know. Um, part two. The boys created Paradise High. This is the best thing about this season is all the all the men are like friends with each other and they're mm-hmm. like, and they just do goofy shit together the whole time. It's what makes the show fun. They're like, all day over all morning over breakfast, we figured out like who everybody would be if this beach was a high school. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is the content I want to be seeing. And I wish I had taken detailed notes on all of this, but I was like, I was watching it this morning and I was like eating oatmeal and stuff. So I didn't, but I do like that. Andrew has obviously, uh, he's clearly a connoisseur of high school musical, which surprises no one. And he said something like he was talking about somebody like, oh, well, this person's definitely the Ashley Tisdale from High School Musical of the group. And I was like, (laughs) and people said you were the jock, Andrew. People are saying you're the jock. You know, you're the theater kid. I don't know why you're saying you're the jock. Not a jock at all. I mean, he did play football. That's not jock behavior. Yeah, he did. But he he did. He did. He did play football. I mean, you know, the swimming thing, that can be a whole, that's like a cultural thing too. But yeah. I'm um, guessing most of those guys played football in some capacity. But I know he did, because didn't he, did, didn't he play like in Europe or something? Wasn't it football? Uh, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, he, he played at a higher level, I think, than the yeah. other guys. But so I mean, I'm saying he is a jock, but I'm saying in the scheme of like the beach being a high school, he's a theater kid. And like, I don't know why he's saying he's not. But anyway, um, when he's like invoking high school musical. (laughs) Yeah. You goof. You absolute goof. He does not fit the stereotype. I mean, it's one thing. It's like, oh, he played football. Ergo, he is jock. No, no, no. You got it. It's about the stereotypes with the with the if you were a high school kid, who would you be? Come on. Come on. Yeah, there was there was like a star football player at our high school who like this was kind of like, I think, pretty boss. Like, I want to say he played trombone or trumpet. I think it was trombone. Um, He would like play football and then at halftime, he would run off the field and march with us in his football uniform. And, you know, and I was like, that's some overachieving shit like right there. That's pretty cool. 
Um, but that was not the norm <laughs> in our school. No, so anyway, I, I do like that Michael and Danielle also were like the teacher and the nurse who like found mm-hmm. love. I think that was cute. Um, anyway, now everything's ruined because Hayden's here. And for some reason, I keep saying his name is Gabe. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> I just hate him so much that I forget his name. He is the name. worst Absolutely. Keep them out of my mouth. Yeah. Someone who, like, ha- has a, do- a dog that's dying of cancer. How could I, I hate a man so much? I, I don't know. It Seriously. wasn't possible before. Yeah. Can you I imagine, mean, like, am... you're watching Old Yeller and you're like, the owner of Old Yeller is a real piece of shit. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing that's really fucked up, right? Is like, I am like a dog person of all dog people. Um, and I hate him. You know, and I'm like, and I will like, stop talking about your dog. And I'm like the person who's like, I would leave everything in my will to my dogs, you know, but I'm like, fuck you. Also, okay. All right. Here's my soapbox. Here's my soapbox and my PSA, everyone. Here's a hot take coming in from Sammy. Um, If you love your dog so much, why the fuck did you not get pet insurance? Okay. Mm -hmm. Get pet insurance. All pet owners listening to this. I don't care if you think it's a waste of money, get pet insurance. It is worth it because if you're faced with the decision that Hayden was faced with and they're like, you could perform, we could perform the surgery, but it's going to cost tens of thousands of dollars or whatever to just do this one thing. And then there's going to be ongoing care. You don't want to have to think about whether you're going to do it. You want to be able to say yes and it's like a $250 deductible and you can just get your dog the care they need. So yep. I'm not getting paid to say that. I wish we were sponsored by Pets Best, my my pet insurance company. But holy crap, I have never regretted it because if I have like an inkling of a worry about my dog and go, should I take them to the emergency vet? I just go. Oh my God, especially if imagine. you have a dog. Or, uh, you know, if you have a larger dog, too, especially, my God, you know, like cats barely ever go to the vet. But if you have a dog, OK, it's definitely going to go to the vet frequently. You had a big dog. It's going to go to the vet a shit ton. It's going to need extra care because they have issues with their their joints and all, all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, this shit is coming. Yeah. And then on top of that, he not once but twice has left his cancer dog. To go on a stupid dating show. Yeah. So that he can go tell people about how great of a guy he is for having his fucking cancer dog. I hate him. I hate this man. It's so weird. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's super weird. Uh and here's what I'll say too. This is okay. I know a lot about pet insurance because I researched it a lot before I got it. Um, because when I was a kid, I had to make the choice of like, my parents were like, well, we have to put this dog to sleep. Cause it's going to cost $3,000. Like, yes, no. And I'm like, uh, I never wanted to be in that situation again. So I was like, I am getting pet insurance for my dogs. And if they're purebred, I will say, um, it's usually cost more or like being like a purebred, like a golden retriever or whatever that can be like a pre-existing condition. So like the joint stuff and whatever wouldn't get covered, but you can still, find insurance that'll cover your dog. And even if it's like a lot of money a month, it's still worth it. It's still going to be less than a six-figure bill if your dog has brain cancer. So 
I'm sorry. I just like don't, like I hate to be a shithead about it, but I'm like I don't think you can love your dog that much if you're not like willing to spend the money to get pet insurance, but like that's just me. Maybe I'm being a brat. I don't know. I could definitely no. be being a brat right now. No. I mean, it's it's a totally reasonable stance to have and also as we learned later, this guy's, you know, he goes on a, a date and stuff. He's like, oh, I spent a hundred thousand dollars on my dogs. What the fuck is wrong with you? Is that a bragging point? I don't. That's just like to man... me. I'm like, so you're bad with your money. Like you're bad with your money. That's what yeah. I would I interpret that. Tie as. Hayden down on the beach and let the crabs have him. Oh, Amelia Earhart style. That's what they call mm-hmm. that. I think. Um, Okay, so there's a concept, there's a, like, people get this um, wrong in, like, popular circles, but the there's a concept in yoga called karma, right? Um, and people kind of say, like, oh, there's good and bad and whatever. Like, that's not really the way that stuff works. It's more like you receive an energetic benefit from doing something without expecting credit for it. So, like, it karmically benefits you if you donate to an organization and don't blast it on social media. Oh, I just gave a thousand dollars to whatever. And sometimes you got to like balance it out and be like, well, is me sharing this going to get the word out and get more people to donate? Then maybe I'll take the hit. (laughs) I'll take the karmic hit, you know, And I won't like try to get credit for it this time. Or like my one of my yoga teachers uses the example of like doing the dishes. Like it doesn't matter if it's like your turn or the other person's turn or whatever. Like if you see dishes that need to get done and you have a few minutes, you just go do the dishes and then you don't go, hey, did you see that I did the dishes? (laughs) Like just do them because they need to be done. So Hayden has never heard of this concept in his fucking life. And He's not going to gain any benefit from telling everybody how much he loves his dog, how much money he spent on him, all that stuff. Like, this is not doing him any favors, like, energetically. So I just wanted to, <laughs> I was just thinking about that throughout the episode as well. So the good thing is that people kind of catch on to his bullshit pretty quickly. Um Here's my favorite part. When they're introducing him, Johnny's like, well, he made some enemies on his season. And I was like, babe, you were on his season. Are you okay? Is the sun affecting your yeah, brain? You know, <laughs> like I was like, strange. he's like very like removed from it. And I'm like, Johnny, what did you pick up on the beach? Um, and I also miss what they said Johnny would be in high school. And that makes me sad. But we all know it's Jordan Catalano. So it's fine. Um <laughs> Brandon is like, yeah, Hayden isn't a threat to me. And that's true. (laughs) As Aaron would say, big facts. Um, Shanae does not seem interested (laughs) at all. But she was like, he's from Florida and I love Florida. And I was like, what? (laughs) And then who's he talking to? Oh, Florence. Yeah. Like, and and he just starts talking about how much salt he eats. And she's like, I don't think that's good. And he's like, yeah, look at I'm sweating so much. She's like, aren't you from Florida? Why are you sweating so much? <laughs> and then she's like, why am I getting frat boy vibes from this guy? So so that was good. And then um, and then he talks to Kate. And for some reason, Kate's like, yeah, I think this a-hole might be good. Um, and then she goes, 
this is another women are infuriate infuriating on this season uh moment she goes what's a relationship if it's not being tested that's a very weird take that's a more that's what's not, a relationship that's, if it's not being tested healthy is that the word you're yeah. looking for yeah, you know, for funsies on the weekends, I go, Tuck, I'm just going to go on dates with other people just to test our relationship, make sure it's still in tip top shape. Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? That's <sighs> the the ideas these women have on this season in particular about how relationships to work work. I'm like, what? who hurt you? Because someone did. And it sucks. Yeah. Relationships don't need to be like relationships can be tested by the normal things that happen in your day to day life. Like someone gets sick or loses somebody they care about or they get fired from their job. Like there's plenty of things that test your relationship that you do not cause that you Mm -hmm. can and you can learn about each other and you can grow and you can get out the other side stronger. But you don't like a weird way to justify being a a dick yeah it's like boy yeah. instead of dealing with my shit i'm gonna take it out on my partner and this is an important test for our relationship don't be a dick yeah it's so weird and then <sighs> she's like i want logan to tell me not to go on the date and again logan goes well i don't want you to go on the date but i'm not gonna tell you that i'm gonna let you make your own decision because logan also did the right thing there's nothing wrong with what Logan did. And then she's like, well, I'm going to go on this date, I guess. Ugh, I'm so, like, frustrated. I think she just wanted to go ziplining, to be honest. I, I'm pretty sure that's it. that that makes the and most sense. I would have just been like, Logan, can I go on this date so I can go ziplining? I'm not interested. Yeah. And then that's he probably what I would have been too. like, rad. Yes, absolutely. Especially a guy like him. Like. <laughs> Hayden or Pizza Pete rolls up. It's like, oh, my God, go on the date. Have fun. Bring me back some of the fun snacks if there's any good snacks. You know, that's. Yeah, it's like I haven't left the beach. Can I just go leave the beach and I'll come back and I'm not interested. But I think they're going to plan a fun excursion for us. So I'd like to go do that. That's what I would have said. Like, why do you have to be like, oh, well, what is a relationship if it's not tested? (sighs) So anyway, so they go ziplining. It looked super fun. I would kill to do that. That's like definitely on my list of things I want to do in a locale like that. So I was very jealous. Um, Hayden was a complete baby about the whole thing. And he just kept being like, oh, I felt my like, oh, this, I thought my belt unclipped a little bit. I thought I was going to die. And it's like, you probably just want to sue somebody. Make some more mm-hmm. money so you can spend it on your dog because you still haven't gotten pet injured. so anyway so kate's like i'm not turned on by the fear i'm seeing (laughs) which i think is pretty funny and then um yeah and then he's just like yeah i spent six digits we still don't know if that's like six figures or if he's like i'm also counting the points after the zero to make it look more impressive like what if it was like five (laughs) five thousand dollars and 20 cents and he's like well that's six digits because I mean, like I had a like my like I said when I was a kid, my dog would have had to go through surgery, and it was like three thousand dollars, which was just like a lot, right? 
Um, and there was going to be ongoing treatment and things like that. And it was just like, not really like, and there was no guarantee that she was going to get better. In fact, it was pretty likely that she wouldn't. So it was like, we had to weigh that out. Right. And that was a lot of money and it was a pretty major surgery. So I'm like, what are they doing for six figures on a dog? Like, I just can't wrap my head around. No idea. I, I have no idea. It's, it's I'm going to look up my insurance policy just to see what they quote certain services at. I swear to God, because I'm like, it's, it's got to be like dog brain surgery and dog chemo and, and dog other shit. I don't know. And but then all I the after I still services. can't imagine that it would add up to six figures even then. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like having a really hard time with that. Yeah, it's it's but quite. Anyway, yeah, oh, um, we hate Hayden. Throw him into the ocean. I hate him so fucking much. Anyway, so um, they, but the date goes like fine, except that she's just like, he's afraid of everything. And, um, and then, and then we go back to the beach and then like, they're still talking about like the Rodney and Justin stuff. And I love that Logan's like, what do you say? I think he said, I'm going to have a heart attack if Rodney leaves, but if Justin leaves, I'm going to have a stroke. <laughs> And either way, I'm going to need an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> very wholesome. I thought that was very fun. I mean, Logan is really uh, like I'm warming up to him quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> but I thought that was really funny. Eliza is definitely in, in a tough decision, in a tough position. And like, I think she's in a great spot because I do think they're both great men. And I don't think she can go wrong. But I think it is weird how many people are like, yeah, Rodney's like way better than Justin. And I'm like, what do you mean? I think they're both like equally pretty cool. And like, they're very different. Like Justin, I would mm-hmm. say is more of a maybe a wild card, you know, Um but I do think he's like got a good personality and I think he's really funny and like Rodney is more of like husband material though, for sure. Like yeah. he's just like, like build a husband kind of a, kind of a guy. Um, but I don't think that you can really go wrong either way. It just kind of depends on like what personality traits are you looking for? How mm-hmm. much of a hurry are you in? You know, counterpoint, like, they're both too good for her. <gasps> no, I think Eliza's really cool. I, I just don't know. I, I don't feel like I know as much about her as I do about Justin or Rodney to like make that call. I think that's I'm, mean. I think she's cute I, and nice. Are you saying because she's, she's indecisive? No, no, no. She's cute and she's nice. Yes. Indecisive is fine. It's paradise. I, I can't get past the red flag of demand me not to do something. I need, I need sure. you to control me. Uh-uh. But nope. I, but I, but I would away. say, listen, that might have come from a really shitty relationship. She's like too young to realize that that was shitty and that'll be something that she figures out later on. I don't think that mm-hmm. she should be faulted for hey, that. I do think you, a guy you're, like You're in Rod- paradise. You you throw a rock, you get a hit cute and nice. I'm telling you. This is Okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, I I like her. I I don't have anything against her except I do think what she did to Rodney was infuriating. But Um, Mm -hmm. I do think a guy like Rodney would be someone who would be very like consistent. Um, I don't know why she is. I mean, I feel like she needs someone stable like Rodney, despite the fact that she is not picking up what he's putting down at all. 
And he is trying right his hardest. He's trying so hard, like, to communicate that to her. Like, I am here. I am all in. I do not want to hang out with anyone else on the beach. It's just you. So and she's like, what? And she's like, <laughs> well, I just it. wish you had told me not to go. And he's like, I did. <laughs> like, But I, I didn't. And he's like, I guess I messed up. I guess I made the wrong decision. And I'm you like, didn't talk, mess about up, gaslighting. talk about <laughs> gaslighting. Jesus Christ, dude. I feel so bad for him. Really, really. Um, but then, so then like Justin and Eliza are talking, right? And he's like, well, what do you need? And even Justin, like, I feel like they're trying to paint Justin as like the less desirable option, which rude. Um, yeah. And he's like, well, what do you need? Do you need, like, space? Like, what do you need? And she's like, no space. And he's like, noted. <laughs> like, like she's giving him signs to, like, keep pursuing her. So yeah, yeah. I don't think he's doing anything wrong either, right? Nope. Um, nope. He's fine. And all the men are all friends. So they're, like, Michael's trying to be super diplomatic about this whole thing. Andrew as well, except in confessionals, Andrew is like, I secretly pick Rodney, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is really interesting. But I do. And I also give the like, I really think the men have been incredible on the season and I will give them credit too. like uh, Justin and Rodney have like a very like grown up conversation about the whole thing. Like they could have gotten more heated, but they're both like good dudes. I really think they are, you know, and like. Justin's like, listen, I came back to pursue Eliza because I knew she was here. And that's why I'm here right now. And I and she's telling me that she doesn't want space, you know, and Rodney's Mm -hmm. like, well, like at this point, it's probably like too late. (laughs) Like what's done is done, you know, so we've got to kind of give her space to figure it out but this situation sucks and it's uncomfortable yeah you know and i think that that was like a very good conversation um she's got to figure it out on her own for sure um and i just keep there's so many places in my notes in all caps where i wrote but he said to you he didn't want you to go um (laughs) what else did she need to hear i just think she's being messy and that's frustrating but anyway I, I like her. I just want her to like not do that. <laughs> um, the twins are here. <laughs> just Yay, stop the it. twins. The twins are here. And honestly, they it was smart of them to come back because you know that they're gonna get a better edit than they did on the last season. Well, they were cause... they're little creeps. They're like everything that I think about when I think of weird twins, that's <gasps> them. They're just like little beach versions of of the two little girls from the shining. Oh my god! I thought they were being fine, honestly. But anyway, no, they, they were fine. They're fine on Paradise, but like in their actual season. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It was like we that, do the same job, but we're in different companies. But we do the same job. We're the same person. Yeah, and you're making like, Roby ah. the magician look normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. And he ended up being such an asshole. Um, yeah. Brittany and uh, Victoria get pulled first. And I was like, yeah, neither of them are going to go with you to do anything. So, but good luck. <laughs> and then Victoria, I I don't like Victoria, but I did think it was funny when she came back and she's like, sorry, I got to go on this date. Just kidding. <laughs> Not going to do that. Weird. Gross. No. <laughs> um, I love how yeah. every guy always pulls Victoria too, like immediately. 
That's, well, yeah, that's like not shocking. Through. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, <laughs> I wrote that Aaron is a, is like a mean girl and I love it so much. He's like, he's like gossiping by like the lunch table. And he's like, <laughs> I heard that their first date was with the same girl. And they're like, really? He's like, no, he's like, no, I don't know. And I was like, I was like, this is very Regina George vibes. Like, like Katie's got a shirt that says I heard Aaron Samuels and she wears it under all of her clothes. Like that was like very much the same energy. Um, so, and then, so Florence, okay. So she's from Amsterdam and, um, the twins, I guess are from Italy and then moved to the States. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, I've got, you know, like all my friends are like from Turkey and stuff. And she was like, oh, that's cool. Um, so that was enough for her to go, well, I don't have anything going on. (laughs) I guess I'll go on this date. Why not? (laughs) Might as well. Yeah, and then that's Jacob's a good way to go to date. <laughs> Jacob's like, well, I don't want Shanae to go on the date because there's no one I'd rather brush my teeth on the beach with. And I'm like, well, you can brush your teeth on the beach with her when she comes back because Shanae now holds the record definitely for the most dates. Oh, I was in just paradise. about to ask. It's gotta be. There's just, no way she that rotated she is not through a hundred different dudes, and she's been on. Is this her fourth date? It's her fourth or fifth. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. She's been on all the dates, and I'm like, all right, well, yeah, go have fun. Um, and then they just keep talking about like the seven year age difference, like it's so bad. And I'm like, listen, sometimes people rob cradles. Like someone robbed the cradle, <laughs> got me, you know, picked me up. Now I live in their house. It's weird. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I like the way that Aaron put it. He's like, there's some robbing the cradle that's essentially gonna happen. And I'm like, what a weird way to word that. Um. So they go on this double date. Wells is there and he's like, we're going to do the cantina games and we're going to start out with body shots and have this margarita blender bike (laughs) that you ride to drink your margaritas. And then you're going to do a shot ski and then you're going to lick someone's armpit because why not? And then I looked away for like a second because like now I had gone home. Like I watched half the episode. I went to class. I came home today. And I was like eating lunch and I like look away for a second and I look back to the screen and they're burritos. And I was like, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) They're burritos now. Um, so, so that was, uh, interesting. And, um, Shanae said weary when she meant wary, which is like, I try not to be pet peevy about that stuff anymore. Like I try not to be an asshole about it, but that one still really bugs the crap out of me because they mean two completely different things. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, I'm weary of these men. And I'm like, I think you're wary of them, (laughs) not tired of them. And, uh, but the date goes well, like they have fun holding eggs in their butt cheeks for some reason. Yeah, It was, it was weird. I mean, Shanae always has fun. Why does she not have fun? Yeah, I well, except when she's like yelling and saying that someone's like an ugly slut or whatever. <laughs> yeah, then that's um, the, I mean, it's probably fun for her. She's like, she sounds like a man, you know. And you're like, okay, like, isn't it amazing how quickly she got over it and just stopped paying attention to Logan and? Oh yeah, she just doesn't care. That's the thing. It's like she she has the biggest blowups about things that you know in ten minutes are not going to matter to her. <laughs> yeah, she just needs to find it, the next shiny object. Well, I think that's why she and Jacob get along so well because i don't think either one of them has object permanence so Mm-mm. it works nope. you know so anyway um that date goes well we get back to the beach Aaron is on cloud 10 with genevieve not nine ten no ten but genevieve is annoyed. Cloud. And here, 
here's like the end of the episode argument. She's mad because he's hanging with his bros in the pool and doing all the things that make him fun on the show, honestly. And yeah, kicking it with the boys. Yeah, she's like so mad about it. But I'm like, would you rather he be flirting with other women on the beat? Like you have days like you've got nothing else going on, right? Like can't like you don't have work. You have to go on the Internet for anything like you can't. You no TV to watch. You know, none of that stuff. So, I mean, I get that you want to spend more time together, but couldn't there have been a better way to go about i don't know the whole thing just seemed weird to me because i'm like i i don't see aaron as being an unreasonable person Mm -hmm. like if you said i want to tell you something that's kind of like serious so if you've got some time could we please chat yeah i don't feel like he'd be like no you know um, yeah. I, so <laughs> although the, it, it is kind of funny the way this plays out because I'm just like, oh my god, a lot of unhealthy stuff going on here. <laughs> but one of the one of the things, so so here's one of the things though. Okay, um, and I do believe Aaron because I do think he's like a for real dude. But this, <laughs> oh my god, I just so I just went on his Twitter because he he does post quite a bit. Um, <laughs> someone made a really good collage of him and James. Where, where it's like Aww. kind of like a ghosted image where it's like there's like a big image of Aaron in the front and then there's like transparent images of the two of them and their friendship in a collage. And it's uh, very adorable. Uh, uh, and then so here are his tweets from like last night, obviously. Uh, he goes, Paradise High. <laughs> That's all he said. Paradise High! Exclamation point. And then he said, guys, reality TV is not actual reality, but it is actually on TV, you know. Um, and then, um, let's see. And then he goes like 40 hours of filming a week condensed into four hours. You see such a small part. Yeah, totally agree. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and then he said, guys, truly not the convo at all, you know? Um, and I, and I'm sure he'll kind of like probably explain it later, but like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that, I mean, I'm sure that there was more context that we're missing. Let's put it that way, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know. Apparently, people are saying on Twitter that people turned on Aaron, which I don't get. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did anything bad or wrong. I think there's obviously like the way that it looks to me with the parts that we were shown, it looks like there's some major miscommunication going on here. Either she's not saying what she actually wants. This is what I think probably happened. If I'm going to be honest, why he would use the term gaslighting in the first place. Just a theory. Yeah. Cause she in the probably, context of this, it doesn't seem like that's what it is. <laughs> no, but I would, this would be my guess because I don't think like, and I got mad when she was like blowing up and she's like, he's dumb. He's stupid. Whatever. I was like, I don't actually think that that's the case. What I would guess and I could be wrong and we'll see what the full context is. Maybe someday, maybe, you know, they'll spill it all. But my guess would be that she probably said that like, oh, it's fine with me that you go hang out with blah, de blah. And then got upset about it because yeah. she wanted him to be like, no, I want to hang out with you. 
again, mm-hmm. I would guess another mind fuckery moment with yep. one of these women on the beach. And I hate to be that person, especially as a woman being like, ugh, women, am I right? They don't, they can't make up friends. But, <laughs> but I really, and like, usually I really like the women on the Bachelor franchise and I don't like the men. So this is just as uncomfortable for me as it is for anybody else listening to this. No. Um, so that would be my guess. I'm just a she... better ally to women than you, Sammy. Just oh, my God. It. Just put male <laughs> feminists in your bio and get yes. it over with. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. Blah. This is me doing the uh, ha-ha sickos meme where the guy's outside the window. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I mean, my guess would be she probably told him it was fine to do something. And then she changed her mind, but she didn't tell him. And then she's getting mad. And then he said, that's gaslighting. That would be my guess because that would make sense. Mm -hmm. That would make sense in the context of the conversation. Um, She might be upset because uh, just saying I live with someone who like internalizes a lot of things and then talks to me like I know what they're thinking. Like Mm -hmm. they've already gone three or four steps in their brain and then it comes out of their mouth and I go, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then they're like, oh, I, I never said that to you. And I said, no, 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 you didn't. Um, I feel like she's the kind of person who would do that as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. These aren't just theories. These are wild speculations as we do on this show. But <laughs> that would make sense about why things are getting like blown up. I don't think that either one of them is like bad or wrong. I just think there's some communication breakdown going on that is not working. Yeah. It's odd. Yeah. They just, I don't know. I don't want Aaron to date Genevieve anyways, so I'm fine if they break up. I'm okay with it. I mean, I kind of, yeah. Um, I just want her to calm down. <laughs> like, and nope, also, I'm not. going to be I'm exhausting not, at all times. I'm not saying, like, women need to calm down. I'm not saying that. I know. Why are you yeah. always telling women to calm down, This just Sammy? sounds so bad. It sounds so <laughs> bad. But I just want her to... Just like he said, like he was getting upset. He was like crying. You know, he's like, I just want to like hang out with my bros on the beach. <laughs> I just want to kick it with the boys in paradise. Period. I just want to hang out in the pool and eat fries well, and share that and with honestly, people. If given the option to spend time with Genevieve or have a serious conversation with her or hang out with the boys in paradise, I choose the boys every time, no matter what. I'm not hanging you know, out with Genevieve. I just, I just want Genevieve to like, you know, be all like, cool. Don't be all like uncool. Um, I kind of butchered that quote, but it's fine. Five people will know that. Uh, (laughs) But I like that he was like, I'm not going to threaten my happiness. Like, okay. I really think, okay. I think Aaron has a lot of emotional intelligence. I honestly really do. Even though we only saw some of this conversation like he's like guys this wasn't the whole conversation his track record on the show shows us like he has had he has had conversations with men where things kind of blown up and then he's like well this is how i'm feeling about this and and even though he's angry he's like this is what i'm doing i'm drawing this line this is how i feel about this okay so we maybe have to agree to disagree goodbye (laughs) you know or like whatever yeah and when he said like i'm not gonna sacrifice my happiness or threaten my happiness you know it's like i felt like he was drawing a very strong boundary like i need to be able to have balance in a relationship where 
I, first of all, I need you to communicate open with, openly with me and not say one thing and mean another, which I think happened and just didn't get shown. And then I also need to have time for myself because my needs and the things that I care about also matter to me. And they probably have incompatible mm-hmm. attachment styles, which is, it can be done, but it's a lot to navigate, you know? And then, and he's like, and this stuff makes me happy and it makes me who I am. We know that's makes Aaron who he is. Like he loves like yeah. growing out on a beach. This is like his natural habitat. So yeah, I totally get where he was coming from. So I don't know if anyone's pissed about the way that he's acting. I don't think he's acting in a bad way, even with the small snippets we were given. So anyway, mm-hmm. I, but I'm going to defend Aaron till the ends of the earth. I think everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. Um, But she's got her bags packed. And then <laughs> my favorite thing he said, though, he's like, you got your bags packed in the jungle walk. <laughs> <laughs> Or the jungle path or whatever. And I was like, it just made it comical. Um, The thing I did like, though, is they're they're like talking about, you know, while they're fighting, everyone around them is just like, oh, my gosh, they really love each other. You can tell they really care about each other because of the way they're fighting. No, you don't have to fight like this. Don't do this shit. (sighs) Don't do this. It's hard. It's very hard. Um. And uh, and then you've got like Statler and Waldorf in the corner, uh, Victoria and Eliza. And they're like, what do we do? Do we leave? Oh, yeah. And Victoria's like, do we now? I don't know. We're stuck, I guess. <laughs> and then they're like, yay, at the end. Um, but yeah. But then, oh, my God. And Michael called them Sid and Nancy. I'm like, that's not good. No, don't call them Sid all. and Nancy. That's not good. Um, and then like. And then we see the previews for next week. And there's like some weird thing that happens. I don't know. Everyone's crying. I feel like yeah. they got bad news or something. Right? Like that's yeah, all I can figure. Something horrible had to happen. That's yeah. I'm not sure what it is. But, Super weird. Uh, some um, major bomb will drop. And other bad news or well, I guess if it's bad news to you, it's not necessarily bad news to me. Um, Gabby and Eric are currently supporting each other from afar. So take that however you want to take that. Mm, mm. yeah supporting each other from afar that's They're the most kick-ass way other. to like slow burn a breakup oh are you guys yeah. still together oh well we're, we're supporting each other from afar so you're on a break no 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 just just supporting from a distance <laughs> supporting from afar this yeah. is, and it's perfect for the bachelor too because they can't just be like oh i love you it's just like oh I'm starting to fall in love. I'm falling for you. I'm in love. Like there's, there's like nine steps to, I love you. So there has to be nine steps to breaking up as well. Obviously, obviously. Um, I don't know if, um, I think, I think Rachel's just totally on her own. Yeah. She she did a very white woman's Instagram video where it's just like a video of her doing things for herself, like, you know, like That's face like wash. Yeah, like making the bed, making a nice coffee, very aesthetic swirls, going for Today, a walk. I woke up and wrote my intentions in my wellness journal and then got a colonic because it's all about me. 
Listen, I wake up and do a gratitude practice. I'm not shitting on it at all. But I also don't <laughs> but, post about it on Instagram. Exactly. That's the difference. <laughs> like, I did talk about being grateful, like, re- reflecting on the last five years on TikTok. But I didn't, like, make a whole picture about it and make it, like, aesthetic and pretty. I was just like, hey, this is, like, an activity that I think is uh, cool. And I think you should do it. Because I think it's a good activity to do. Uh, but Rachel's looking real fire these days she did like a like a she's got a really cool bikini like because the top has long sleeves what and i've never seen that before yeah like she's got a bikini but the top has long sleeves and it's like very fashion and like i can't compete i mean good job rachel no i need to look this up she moved to california a week ago interesting interesting. so there's some big things happening it's like something uh Latina pop star Selena would wear in like 1993. Yeah. Where does, where does Ethan live? I don't think they're still together. No, he's in Salem. He's in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So I guess they're not together. Does she live in an Airbnb? I'm watching her like self-care video right now. Why do you think that's an Airbnb? Well, maybe she lives there no, There's no pictures on the wall. (laughs) Well, she just moved a week ago. I still don't have pictures on my wall, and I moved like a year ago. But you don't live in like, I I, I don't know. There's there's a very Airbnb look about this place. Vertical blinds, white plain walls. I don't know. All right. Listen, I feel like you're attacking my house. So <laughs> and your and your journaling practices. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Well, I don't I don't write them down. I just say them. I just wake up and say them. You know what I mean? Like I wake up and I go, I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for coffee. I'm grateful for uh this thing that's gonna vertical blinds. I don't know. Uh I don't have any vertical blinds. I have well, that, curtains. You're fine, see? Curtains I have like are good. cool I spent called a lot of treatments. money on curtains. Listen, I spent uh Mm. I spent uh, four digits on uh, on on wow. window treatments. Wow, yeah. that's like that's. I mean, it's not quite like a dog, but that's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on dates and I'm gonna tell people how much I spent on custom cur- like cut curtains that got custom made for my windows, shipped all the way yeah. from Hong Kong to here. People like Etsy. when you say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell everybody about that, and I think it's gonna get me a lot of a lot of play. So more than yeah. talking about getting eggs up my butt, like they did in the closing credits. I think I'm gonna I'll, I'll change my strategy whenever I meet a new person. I'll be like, listen, uh, the curtains in my house are from 1953. I've never dusted them once, and I don't think they were dusted at all in the preceding decades. Also, uh, my house is probably 37 percent asbestos. So. How cool is that? <laughs> wow, that is pretty cool. Yeah, Sammy's right, well, like, can confirm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, are those? Yeah, you're like, these tiles are asbestos. And I know that because they're eight by eight. And those are broken over there. Anyway, why don't we spend an hour down here? I'm like, great. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Breathe deep. Breathe deep. Can't wait to do it again soon. All right, everybody. Well, take care of yourselves. Take care of others. And... You know, now you can start watching all those Thanksgiving episodes of TV shows you like because that's like the next thing that you can you can celebrate. Right. So I'm going to watch mm-hmm. the Linda Belcher singing past the cranberry sauce by having mashed potatoes like over and over again. All right. Bye, everyone. Don't do drugs. <laughs>
Extended outro. Celebrate the pumpkin pie. But not the genocide. <laughs> but not the genocide. <laughs>